Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and hot damn, today is going to be a really great show. Why? Well, it's going to be done by yours truly, and, well, I'm pretty freaking awesome, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Because it's going to be a me show, we're going to be diving into a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, because I created it. Uh, this is starting to sound like a show all about me. (laughs) No, no, no. This is actually going to be a show about the top five. What top five, you ask? Uh, the top five. My proprietary system that I created to help you understand what's really screwing up your feng shui. I just had a great question in my Patreon club regarding my approach to feng shui. This question came in from Shirley. FYI. Thanks, Shirley. Love you, girl. First, I want to thank you for creating this membership. You have already given so much and it's worth every penny. Uh, Cha-ching, cha-ching. I agree. So thank you. But here is my question. Everything I read and learn about feng shui talks about the Bagua map, and you rarely reference it. Can you explain why, Amanda? Why is it not important? Oh my God, Shirley. What a great question, right? Well, here's the thing. If you're new to feng shui, the Bagua map is completely worthless, in my opinion. Sure, sure, it will give you direction, but oftentimes it sends you down a rabbit hole of complete overwhelm. You gotta remember, I've been doing this for 22 years. Not only do I have my own experiences of, oh my God, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? Do I even know feng shui? Wait, what is my name? I have no idea why they called me. I'm a complete fraud. Where is the door? Maybe. If I slowly back up, I can slip out of the door and they won't notice. To, of course, working with students for the past 11 years, I've heard and seen it all. Panic, freak out, drawing a complete blank. Amanda, I have no idea what I'm doing. Insert the top five disruptors. No freak out, no panic, no drawing blanks. This system creates a go-to anchor How do I know? Uh, Because it works every single time. Been doing this a long time, folks. (laughs) Even if you have no idea what you are doing, this system guarantees that you show up with a starting point. Number one, number two, number three, number four, and finally, ding, 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 number five. And let's be honest. Any more than that, and now you or the client that you're working with are in complete overwhelm. So stick with the basics. Stick with the five. Keep it simple. Bagua map 
need not apply. Now, as you become more confident and you no longer need the lunch bag for your panic attacks, <laughs> now you can start to incorporate the invaluable wisdom of the Bagwell map. Make sense? It's not that it's not important, but you have to learn to crawl before you can walk. And then you have to learn how to walk before you can run. And the problem is everybody gets into feng shui and they want to run like hell. That's great. Love the perseverance, love the enthusiasm. <laughs> but unfortunately, energy doesn't work that way. So let's take a deep breath. Let's learn the top five. And let's start learning some kick-ass ways to manipulate chi and learn feng shui. Right? Sounds pretty awesome to me. Uh, before we do dive in, though, we've got some announcements. In honor of today's show, I am putting my online course, Feng Shui for Beginners, the top five disruptors on sale. It's normally $99 and it will be on sale for the entire month of April for 69 bucks. Hot damn. It's a great course, FYI. Also to celebrate Earth Day, y'all know how much I love my Earth Day. And I've got uh, some fantastic guests coming back to the show. I had them on last year. Uh, authors Penelope Jean Hayes and Carol Serene Borgens. They wrote a fantastic book called Do Unto Earth, having them back on the show. But to celebrate Earth Day this year, what I'm going to do is anyone that signs up for the Patreon Club for the month of April 2021, they will receive a signed copy of my eco book, Easy Everyday Habits to Be More Eco-Friendly. And let me tell you, it's a damn good book. One, because I wrote it. And number two, if you're new to this damn thing, it really spells it out in clear, easy to understand language. None of that hocus pocus that's hard to understand. Nobody needs that. Good Lord, we overcomplicate everything. Simple, folks. We need to keep it simple. Alrighty. So today, we're going to dive into what the top five are, why it matters, and how I guarantee you this system helps you avoid the overwhelm. And FYI, if you're in the Patreon club, you're going to get more information on this. So if you want more information on the top five, be sure to sign up. All right. Are you ready? Hell yeah. I'm starting to really notice this interest and curiosity around feng shui that I've never seen before. Rather than me telling people about feng shui and educating them why it matters, whether it's in an interior design project or in real estate, I'm starting to see that people are seeking me out and wanting help with their homes. And this is so freaking exciting. This may not be something that you fully understand, but if you listen to the show, if you watch my YouTube channel, you're starting to realize the real meaning behind feng shui. You're starting to see that mm, this energy stuff is pretty important and that if it's not working right in your life, that means things are going to be showing up mm, that aren't so favorable, right? So just the other day, I had a woman reach out to me from Arizona. She purchased an investment property and she's had nothing but issues. She's had it for about, I think, two years and this home was supposed to help her in her golden years. And instead, it's given her quite a bit of grief. She bought the home for two reasons. It reduces her annual taxes 
and her plan was to rent it out until it was paid off. So essentially, the renters would be paying the mortgage. Now, this is a very common investment plan for a lot of people. In fact, it's one of the easiest and fastest ways to grow wealth. And this is why a lot of developers and investors really have a big, strong portfolio in real estate. But what do you do when your real estate plan backfires? And it doesn't go exactly how you planned. This was the case of Roxanne. But here's the really cool part. Roxanne has been listening to this show for several years and she knew, huh, you know what? I need to take a step back here. I need to take a deeper look. What's going on with the energy and what's going on with the chi? Oh my God, I love this. I love that she recognized this. So Roxanne reached out to me and here's what she said. Okay, Amanda, my chi must be messed up. My cottage home has set empty for two months now with a sign in the window and an ad in the local paper. The Clubhouse Association is fully aware that we have it for rent. Now, I'll admit, we were slow at getting the sign up, but it was only empty for three weeks. There are very few rentals in the area right now. Most everybody is buying or building, but the inventory is really low. It's a superb two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath home. All appliances are included, and it includes all the HOA amenities. What the heck do I need to do? What needs to change? My husband is at the point where he wants to sell, but I don't want to do that. I want to keep renting, and ultimately it's my choice, but apparently my chi tornado is swirling out of control. Help. (laughs) I love this because... I was recently on News Channel 5 here locally, and I was talking about this very thing about our chi tornado. So I loved that she mentioned that because it means that she watched the show. So I love that Roxanne recognized that there was something deeper going on here. And she's right. As soon as I saw the plan, I saw it. I saw exactly what the problem was. Two of her disruptors in this home were compromised. Now you may be saying, Amanda, what the heck are disruptors? Well, guess what? That's what today's show is all about. But two of her uh, top five disruptors were compromised. Her front door and her master bathroom. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I want to revisit this idea, my proprietary system of the top five disruptors. And when it comes to feng shui, There's always two really big questions. Well, how do I know that it's off? And what the heck am I looking for? And you're not getting the results that you want. And what the heck are you looking for? Uh, The top five disruptors. (laughs) And just a side note, I'm sharing Roxanne's plan in this month's video on Patreon, level three FYI. To show you exactly what I saw, I'm gonna share the floor plan and I'm gonna show how I fixed it, what we did. And I mean, within just a couple of weeks of us doing what I told her to do and how to fix it, she's already got a renter. That, my friends, is the power of feng shui. That is why we need to pay attention to the energy. It doesn't matter where the home is located. It doesn't matter how beautiful it is. It doesn't matter if it needs to be remodeled. It does not matter. Get the energy right and everything else follows. If you don't get the energy right, 
you're gonna have some 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 little issues some little things that are not gonna quite go right and guess what you're gonna end up disappointed frustrated eh, maybe pissed off so this is a tool it's not a superstition it's not a religion it's not any weird woo-woo stuff even though people want to say that it is in fact, energy medicine has been practiced and been around for many thousands of years. It's really only been in the last 100 years, what I argue to be the uh, industrial revolution, where energy medicine was kind of pushed off to the side. We were really, uh, because of the, the big players like uh, Carnegie and Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts, it was all about reason and logic and thinking our way through things. And the Rockefellers were the one that came in and said, hmm, we could make medicine a commodity. Well, as soon as they did that, then they had to eliminate the healers, the woo-woos, the energy stuff, because that, my friends, was witchcraft. So... Feng Shui is simply a tool that helps you to better understand things from an energy standpoint. I call this a Feng Shui state of mind. So being able to see things through a Feng Shui state of mind allows you to increase flow and abundance in all areas of your life. And it's all through ancient energy principles. This is not new stuff, folks. This is very ancient wisdom. But by understanding how to utilize this medicine, you achieve the life of your dreams and you can achieve the things that you expect rather than feeling ah, frustrated, pissed off, disappointed, you know, all those yucky below the cross emotions. So how do you do this? How do you fix things when they're going wrong? Uh, we do it through energy, <laughs> aka feng shui. And what's really cool about feng shui is it teaches you how to understand a completely new language. It's called energy. It is a new language because most of us have not been taught to think and manifest in this way. We've been conditioned to think logically and reason everything, right? We always have that gut feeling. We know when something's right and a lot of times we'll push it aside. I gotta think about it. Well, what happens when you think about it? You overthink and you talk yourself out of things. You don't go with that instinct, that intuition that tells you exactly what you need to do. So this energy stuff in feng shui, we call it chi. Everyone has the ability to read, understand, and interpret energy. Each and every one of you listening today has the power to do this. And that is what is so cool about energy medicine. That's what's so cool about this ancient stuff is that we all have the power to do it on our own. We don't have to seek external things. We don't have to seek external people. You have the power to do that. And that's what's so empowering about this tool. And FYI, that's why this tool and many others like Reiki, astrology, energy healing, were all eliminated from our everyday lives through logic and reason, because energy and empowerment and all the ancient stuff, it can't be a commodity. Just like uh, being an herbalist. They cannot commercialize herbs. They can't trademark them. So it's very difficult now. There's 
quite an industry with the woo-woo world. I will say that. It's a billion-dollar industry, but you can't trademark it. So when you're a a big uh, tycoon who's trying to make a lot of money and change the way people think, you got to completely put them in a different direction and make them think that this other stuff isn't real, that you'll be shamed, that it's not the right way to go. And if you do, you're a complete hack. You're, you're losing your mind and you've gone insane and you need to go with the herd. You need to go over here where everyone else is. So feng shui, which really cool, is that everybody's starting to come back around and say, huh, maybe there is something to Reiki. Maybe there's something is to astrology. Maybe there's something to this feng shui stuff. And that's exactly what Roxanne did. She said, there's something bigger going on here. There's a reason why the housing market is is doing really well in our area, but we're not doing well. The energy is kinked. And again, each and every one of you has the ability to read and interpret energy. In fact, I know you've experienced it at one point or another in your life. It's those times that you find yourself seeing or feeling or saying to yourself, ha, I had a a strange feeling, a gut feeling. I could just sense that it was the right decision. Oh my gosh, I got goosebumps. My heart literally skipped a beat. How often have you found yourself saying that? I remember in my early years, when I was first getting into this energy stuff, I was, you know, I was messy. I, I, I was, you know, in kindergarten, I always like to say, because I was still learning. There was so much to learn. There were so many things on my plate. And I was trying to rush to the good stuff. It wasn't really building a solid foundation. And I would get these gut feelings, but I was real messy. It was like, you know, a teenager trying to learn how to drive. I'm all over the road. I'm not focusing. <laughs> Driving over the curb. So, How many times in your life have you had a gut feeling and your logic steps in and you override it? And then you go back after the fact and you're like, damn it, I knew better. I had that gut feeling. I got those goosebumps. I knew. I just had an inner knowing. So the biggest issue around energy medicine, which is using feng shui, to heal your environment is that our world has just gotten so freaking technical. We've been taught to hone our visual sense and question everything to the point of being a skeptic of everything else. Now, questioning things is extremely healthy. And in fact, I often with my own students, I always say, you know, take a step back here. What are some questions that you might have? So questions are very healthy, but it only stays healthy if it's through curiosity, not fear or doubt. Most people are asking questions through skepticism, pessimism, fear, doubt, you know, again, all those below the cross emotions. So, and I should mention, if you're brand new to me, if this is one of the first podcasts you're listening to me and you're you're thinking to yourself, what the hell are you talking about, Amanda, with these below the cross emotions? So I have another proprietary system that I call above and below the cross emotions. And it comes from and stems from Dr. Hawkins consciousness. He's got this great funnel system of consciousness. And I just it's similar to that, but I call it something different. And it's about energy. 
When you're feeling very good, very joyous, you are peaceful, you're content, you're happy. Um, you have joy in your life all the time. You're not, you know, at this constant where you're desperate and seeking it. You're in what I call above the cross emotions. And I call it above the cross because there's a line, there's a point. It's kind of where apathy is, indifference is, where it's kind of like the, you're getting over the fence post. Below the cross emotions are anger, frustration, fear, doubt, anger, rage, all the bullshit that a lot of people in our world are in, but does not serve you. So in ancient times, our sixth sense was highly developed. It was honed, it was encouraged, and it was common knowledge to act based on said gut feeling or that inner knowing. But in today's world, if you say you made a decision because the energy felt good, felt right, someone may raise an eyebrow at you, right? <laughs> Although I will say that in our modern world for many years, even though it was uncommon to refine and hone that sense of intuition or that gut feeling, more and more people are starting to awaken to the idea that there truly is more out there. And I'm seeing so many more people ask better questions now. Well, what if? I may not understand it. I'm going to admit, I think it's a little weird, but I'm curious and I want to learn more. I love that. Always stay curious. That is what Carol Dweck would say is a growth mindset. And that's where you want to be. That's what we're all here to do, right? We're here to grow and expand as souls. So when I started this podcast back in 2010, I had a woman on by the name of Dr. Susan Lee. And she was this once well-respected doctor, but many of her colleagues rejected her when she came out and shared the fact that she channeled the Palladians. Well, I'm happy to say that gifts like this are now widely accepted, and more and more people are opening up to the idea that energy matters, and she has completely, you know, gone full circle, I guess we'll say, with her career. But I remember you know, her talking about her sharing this story of, you know, being a well-respected doctor to being considered a complete quack because she channeled the Palladians. And that's a pretty freaking awesome gift, if you ask me. So I related to her because I remember being shunned by the design community in my early years of interior design for admittedly wanting to utilize feng shui in my practice and believing in the idea of energy. And you have to understand, I was pre-med. I dropped out of med school to go into interior design because that's how passionate I was about feng shui. I didn't really give a shit about interior design, but it was the gateway to allow me to practice feng shui. It was a way for me to get into homes so that I could experiment and utilize feng shui. But when I first started this podcast, I did it under the alias of Zen Chakra because I didn't want people to know. I didn't want my design community to know that I was, you know, in the closet and practicing this weird woo stuff because I was highly respected. I was doing well in my career. I was successful. And some of my closest friends, my designer friends knew it, but it was still pretty risque, you know, it, it wasn't a widely uh, accepted thing. Now, fast forward to now, well, first and foremost, I don't give a rip. <laughs> I mean, most people know at this point, like, I'm just going to go there and I don't care. And perhaps that's age, right? 
like when I started my podcast, I was only uh, in my early 30s. And so it still mattered to me what others thought of me and that I, I was still trying to make my way in the world and in my career. And now I don't give a flip. I really don't. So, but it has allowed me to, to let that freak flag fly. And when you can get to that place, that's when your energy medicine is going to take off. When you hold on to those below the cross emotions and you have doubt and you have fear and you're uncertain, it's going to make your results and all the adjustments that you do be kind of lackluster. It's when you go in there like, man, I'm going to kick ass and take names. I am going to whip this energy into shape and it's going to do what I tell it to do. That's when you're going to get results. But if you go into it with, I'm not really sure about this and this is pretty weird and mm, I'll try it, but I'm not certain. If you go in with those mixed energies, you're going to get mixed results, mixed chi. So the questions that I always get is how do I know it's off and what do I do? So from these questions, that's how I birth this proprietary system, which is called the top five disruptors. There is a lot to feng shui. There's so many layers to it. It goes on and on and on and on. But I don't want it to be intimidating. And I don't want you to feel like it's unapproachable. Like, oh gosh, that's so complicated. I'm not even going there. There's a lot of contradictory information out there. It can get really strange and some of the shit that's out there is just plain wrong. So I created this system to make it simple, easy, and fun. And I want you to go in it with that chi that's ready to kick ass and take names. I want you to go in with the chi of Amanda said this is going to work. And I have zero doubt that she's wrong because I'm not wrong. <laughs> so these are the five things that you need to pay attention to so that you can heal the energy in your space. And this is exactly what I did with Roxanne. We looked at her floor plan. We looked at the energy that was going on with this home. And we were able to recognize that the front door and the master bathroom were the two major issues. Guess what, folks? That's two of the top five disruptors. It always comes back to these. So whenever I work on a plan, whenever I uh, work with someone's feng shui, this is where I start. I always start with these five. This system is simple and it's to the point. So everyone does it and doesn't get intimidated. But I also want to start back, back to the idea that, you know, it's been four or five years since I've done a podcast about the top five. And whether you're brand new to feng shui or a seasoned pro who's been listening to me for a long time, it's really important for all of you to not forget the basics. We need to revisit the basics often because this is the only way that you're going to have a solid energetic foundation. And if you're new to me, you may not even know what the heck they are. So that's why we're revisiting them today. If you've been with me for a while and are fully aware of what they are, I want you to revisit this and I want you to work on this energy within your own home and your own spaces. If you still have an office, uh, several people that I know have got rid of their offices, but if you still have one, this is the perfect time as we head into spring 
to revisit the energy in your spaces. Because listen, a lot of people have the, this idea that, oh, well, feng shui is a one and done thing. I, I did that once or I'll, I'll do it and then I'm done. That's not how it works. Every single year, your life changes. Your circumstances changes. Hell, the global climate has changed. We're dealing with all kinds of crazy governmental stuff and we're going through a pandemic. Whoever thought we would see that? Guess what? All of that changes your feng shui. And the older that you get, the more your feng shui shifts and changes on a regular basis because your intentions and your purpose changes. Every year is different and so should your feng shui. So how do you know if your feng shui is off and how the hell do you fix it? In a nutshell, to work with feng shui, you want to first establish the chi disruptors and that is the top five disruptors. We have to look at how things are unbalanced. I call this a kinked hose. And trying to operate at an optimal level with said kinked hose is going to make life very, very challenging. So if you haven't already, be sure to listen to my last show, which I did on stairs and feng shui. It's from last month. But it's a perfect example of an energy kink and how it affected the sale of several homes in a complex here in Nashville. That is, again, it was a top five disruptor that was being disrupted. It was the front door. The good news is, is that by understanding feng shui and its energy principles, you can learn how to unkink that energy hose and start manipulating said chi to attract the life and circumstances that you desire and have always dreamed of. So I'm going to talk about this proprietary system called the top five disruptors. And I created the system to introduce you and give you a crash course in the basics. This is a crash course in getting you started in feng shui. And again, if you're brand new to this, great. But if you're not, you need to revisit these. It's a place to start without the overwhelm and intimidation. Feng shui is nothing to fear. Everything is fixable. It's just energy, folks. And once you learn how to become an energy ninja and you see and touch the magic, it will change your life. And a lot of the feng shui information, I was just saying this, a lot of the feng shui information that's out there is so overwhelming. It's contradictory. One thing says one thing, another thing says another thing, and most of it's bullshit. That's why so many people are confused or don't believe in it. So when you get into a system that works and is consistent, then you know that this energy stuff is real. And you may have picked up a book here or there, taken a class, but I have found that the information is confusing. Stick with a principle and continue to work on it. Become a master in these five things because when you get it right, everything else will follow. Remember what I just said? When you get the energy right, everything else follows. So this is an easy way to assess your space, get clarity very quickly on what possibly is kinking that hose, that energy hose, and then you can immediately apply solutions to get the results. I don't know about you, but I don't want to dilly dally around. I don't want to try to learn all the complexities of something new. I don't want to learn everything about it. I don't have the bandwidth for it. 
Just tell me what I need to do so that I can fix it, right? (laughs) So you want to fix your finances, you want to attract love, you want to get your career right. This is what you need to do. So let's dive in. What the heck are the top five? Number one is your front door. Number two is the shape of your home. Number three are bathrooms. Number four are what I call knife edges. And number five is taking command. These are the simplest and easiest disruptors to sink your teeth into and really start changing the energy around your environment. And I'm going to offer up some information on each, but if you want a deep dive, you can uh, join Patreon, or I do also have several online courses on this very topic that goes uh, into greater detail about the top five disruptors. And I also have an extended cut of this audio that I'll be putting up on Patreon as well, along with Roxanne's video. So you can find out more at courses.gatesinteriordesign.com or you can go on over to patreon.com forward slash Amanda Gates Feng Shui. Okay, disruptor number one, front door. In Feng Shui, this is known as the mouth of Qi. All energy that touches your life starts at the front door. So all new opportunities start or possibly stop here. So you wanna make sure it's clean, well-lit and well-functioning. Disruptor number two, shape. Shape can be a little tricky for a newbie, but it's not impossible. The most ideal shape for your home is a square or rectangle. So if you have an L-shaped or a U-shaped home, you'll definitely need to adjust it. If you don't, the chi or the energy isn't balanced. It can't flow correctly. It literally means that a missing area of your life is occurring. You're missing energy. So one of the things that you want to do to attract money, maybe more love, finances, you know, the list goes on. You need to heal this in some way. Disruptor number three, bathrooms. In feng shui, bathrooms pose a huge problem on qi. Think about it. The average bathroom has three to five drains in it. Where does that water go? Uh, It goes down. Guess where your vital, delicious, beautiful chi goes with it? Uh, It goes down the drain. It is also going to really affect your energy because it's sucking the chi off of you and going down the drain. This can leave you feeling depleted, feeling like you're fatigued, don't have a lot of energy, and can really affect areas in your life of meaning like finances, career, or even relationships. Disruptor number four, knife edges. This is what I often refer to as a sneaky snake. Knife edges are anything that has a sharp edge, but especially wall corners. Why is this challenging? Because it really affects your chi. It can make you feel restless, frenetic, fidgety, and this can be especially dangerous if it sits in a place that you spend a lot of time, like maybe your desk or your bedroom. The reason they are a problem is that they disrupt our chi because they are considered sharp shooting chi. You may not feel well, 
You may be restless. You may experience pain. It may be all of these things or one of these things. Be sure to check out my YouTube video with Jessica Raddick. She had a knife edge in her bedroom and it was disrupting her health and her sleep. Disruptor number five. Let's take command. Command position literally means that you are in a commanding position. This is especially important when you're at your bed, desk, or stove. It literally means that you can see the door from wherever you are. It's also been lovingly referred to as the mafia position because no one ever wanted their back to the door. Otherwise, they could end up killed. So make it a point to put yourself back in command. Woohoo! Isn't feng shui easy? Uh, isn't feng shui fun? It is. And the thing is, is if you want to learn more about each of these disruptors and just go on a deeper dive, you can see pictures and examples in Patreon, but I also offer a fantastic online course called Feng Shui for Beginners. It's a basics class that goes into a deeper dive of each one of the disruptors and it's got a fantastic workbook attached. It's like 20 or 30 pages that goes into each one of these in great detail. And the thing is, is that when you have a greater understanding of how these disruptors show up in your life and how they're affecting your energy, you can start putting it to work for you today. And a lot of the stuff that you do doesn't cost a lot of money or it's completely free. And who doesn't want better energy in their lives, right? Everything in your life will change. Finances will change. Career opportunities will change. Partnerships will change. So if you want to learn more about that, you can head on over to courses.gatesinteriordesign.com. I will also put this in the show notes. And if you want to see the actual video of Roxanne's home and what I did with her two disruptors, just go on over to patreon.com forward slash Amanda Gates Feng Shui. All right, everyone, thank you for joining me on this fantastic class today on the top five disruptors that are screwing up your feng shui. My name is Amanda Gates, and if you'd like to learn more about feng shui, or if you'd like to book an online appointment with me, you can head on over to my website at gatesinteriordesign.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe, because the energy never lies.